0: Welcome to the Womb Happy Hour with Lorraine Giordano. It's time to connect with your feminine energy center, your own body, to achieve anything that your heart desires. It's a discussion about a place you may have not discussed so much, the place down there. Now, here is your host, Lorraine Giordano.
1: Hello and welcome. Hope you're having a lovely day. You're listening to the Womb Happy Hour. I'm your host, Lorraine Giordano. I'd love to connect with you. Feel free to send me an email from my website, inspired2health.net. You can follow me on Twitter at Inspire2Health and like me on Facebook at inspired to health I'm also on LinkedIn, so you can find me at, I'll spell out my name, L-O-R-R-A-I-N-E dot G-I-O-R-D-A-N-O, Giordano. And I recently put a blog out there, Rethinking Spreading Your Legs. Please take a look. Add some comments. All right. So before we do a deep dive, because I'm really excited about this episode and the guests that we have on this week, um, I'd like to take a few deep collective breaths before we do a deep dive. Um, And let's do a couple of deep breaths and send some prayers and positive vibes for the folks in Texas who have gone through such an intense, tough time due to Hurricane Harvey. So if you can send some assistance in whatever form, that'd be great. You know, I went through Hurricane Sandy a few years ago in Hoboken, New Jersey, and that was very tough. But it, it it's nothing to what people have just gone through in, in Texas, and let's send some positive vibes to Louisiana as well. All right, so, and as a hint for today's guest, he was born in Hoboken, New Jersey. All right, so for today, we're focusing on intuition oh and i didn't take the few deep breaths so let's just do a couple of deep breaths okay thanks everybody all right so today we're focusing on intuition and in honor of a powerful wonderful lady who passed away uh i guess this morning louise hay who has such an impact on myself and so many people that I know, um, I'd like to say one of her affirmations uh, related to intuition. It's an homage to her. Um, My intuition is always on my side. I trust it to be there at all times. So, James Benny is with us today and we're gonna talk about ways to connect to our intuition and to trust it more. James is the founder of Benny Mudra Wellness, and I like to think of him as the as the East Coast West Coast energy healer because um, he is bi-coastal. He works with people in the New York New Jersey area, and he also works with people in California, and we'll get into that in a moment. But um, James and I go way back, and I'd also like to do a special shout out to James, because he made such a, during Operation Save Uterus, um, he was one of the instrumental healers that I worked with, that helped me to connect to my mind, body, spirit in a deeper way, and he helped me to connect to my intuition. So, I got my Reiki certifications from our guest today, James Benny, and so... He's a great guy, very talented, and I'm really happy that he's on the show with us. So, to connect with James, you can like him on Facebook at Benny Mudra Wellness. And I'll spell that. It's B-E-N-E-M-U-D-R-A Wellness. And he's also on Twitter and Instagram. You can find him at James Benny, J-A-M-E-S-B-E-N-E. And um, his website is BennyMuja.com. He's got a lot of interesting information on his site, so I recommend that you check it out.
2: So, James,
1: welcome.
2: Thank you, Lorraine. (laughs) It's always (laughs) a pleasure to sit with you and be in your company. Um, Thanks for having me.
1: Oh, I'm so excited that you're here. Thanks for joining us.
2: Yeah, thank you. And you beat me to it because I was going to start with a shout-out to the beloved Louise Hay, who's been such a powerful instrumental vehicle for me and uh, my work and in my own personal life. And I know that the higher consciousness community bows to her. And, you know, all is well. You know, she's moving on to a better place. And all we could do is continue to do her work, to share her affirmations and her passions. So thank yes. you for mentioning that.
1: Yes, and I think you uh, you might have... Been one of the people that turned me on to Louise Hay so I thank you for that as well
2: you're welcome you know it's funny every time I see a client or anyone I'm like have you read You Can Heal Your Life you need to read that book you need to read that book and I've even purchased and bought that book for people so many times I think one year my Christmas present to everyone was that book (laughs) so (laughs) whether they read it or not they were going to get it you know I was going to put it in their path
1: yes so may she rest in peace yeah, all right. so James, you are um, you're an energy healer, a Reiki master psychic. and um, yeah, you know, I hope people do take advantage of um, of your your gift. So, as a shout out to listeners, if you'd like to get a message from James, make sure you call within the next hour 866-472-5792. And uh, Louie says hi, James, and um, every time Louie barks Hello. on this episode, I think it's an indicator that someone's con- connecting to their intuition in a deeper way. So, thank you, Louie. Wonderful. <laughs> thank you. All right, so, yeah. <laughs> so, James, tell our listeners, how long have you been doing energy work, and, and how did you get started?
2: Um. Well, I guess professionally, I've been an energy healer, Reiki master, for about 10 plus years when I started my business, probably even prior to that. But to be quite honest, my journey towards self-realization began as a child. Um, I was very drawn to spirituality, religion, as well as supernatural at a pretty young age. um, I remember going to a local bookstore with my allowance and buying all these spiritual books about angels and Wicca and even the occult, Law of Attraction, Spirit Guides, and it's funny. I would hide them under my bed. And I would pull them out at night and read them. Um, and it was always kind of like my secret escape. Um, I always knew that that I was different, and had something, uh, or some spiritual purpose. But I never really knew why as a child. You know, um, I would kind of go into trance or meditation as a kid, um, and I would hear voices and I would connect. And I didn't really know what I was doing then. But I would have to say that that was the beginning of of my journey, uh, to where I am today, you know, it began as as a kid.
1: I guess, but you didn't really understand it, right? Like, it's just a curiosity, uh, an interest. Did you understand it? Did you know you were tapping into something very non-logical per
2: se? I did know that this wasn't quote unquote the normal thing that kids might be doing, um but it seems very natural for me to do it um uh it was a sometimes scary you know absolutely sometimes a scary feeling for me to connect to these spiritual beings um but you know i kind of just went with the flow and you know it it just uh awakened something within me you know at a young age and i think that awakening led to a trust which led to a comfort so i became very comfortable in that world, um, as a child.
1: And what inspired you to want to help, uh, or work with other people? When, what was that calling? Was there an event or it just kind of evolved into that?
2: You know, I can't say that there was like an epiphany or anything. I I feel like it was, a as I self-realized, I evolved into that place. Um, I would have to say that it was probably after college, Um, when I kind of re-delved into my spiritual work um, and I was connected with my guru, who I worked with for a while. Her name was Kelly Piper and she was up on the Upper East Side in New York City. And um, I worked with her and she really connected me to that spiritual part of myself and we worked through a lot of different things. Um, You know, she made me understand that I'm an intuitive being. She made me realize that I needed to do some deep self love and self self uh, worth work. Um, and then out of that, you know, we realized that I had the ability to then now help other people uh, by doing what she was doing. So I kind of say that Kelly Piper, you know, she passed away as well, but I kind of, I think of her often and I feel like I'm continuing her work, you know, cause I think as light workers that that's what we do we meet someone who helps change our life and then we kind of incorporate what they, how they helped us into how we help others. You know, it's just spreading the light, spreading the light, continuing to spread the light. And I was at a place where I was able to then get out of my way and start spreading, you know, and start uh, spreading the light and the love to others.
1: And spread you have. Yeah. Very well. (laughs) So we're going to take a break in a few minutes, but before we break, um, How would you describe intuition? Because I think, you know, people talk about it a lot, and especially now people are a little bit more into it, but how how would you describe Mm it?
2: Intuition for me is based solely upon complete trust, Uh, trust in the universe, as well as connection to the divine, whether that's God or angels or spirit guides and so forth. Um, When we truly can trust ourselves and trust our feelings and trust these impactful, powerful thoughts that we have about ourselves and others, then we're intuitive. I feel like when we do not trust, we lose it. So my intuition is trust. I I had to do a lot of work to get there. But once I truly uh, and completely trusted in my life and the process of my life, I was able to easily tap into my intuition and then use it. And based
1: on all your years of uh, healing work and working with others, do you think people really trust their intuition? And that's like a general, that's like a random general question, but I'd like to hear what you think.
2: Yeah, no, I, I, think, I don't think it's random at all. I think it's, it's, it's pertinent. Uh, and the answer, unfortunately, would be no. Um, in my experience with my clients and people, I feel like a lot of us can get lost in the chatter and the drama of our mind. Um, we kind of live in the unhealed self. Um, I always say that there are two kinds of thoughts. There are God thoughts, and these are all thoughts that are positive, make you feel good, that support you. And then there are non God thoughts, and these are everything else, right? So these are the place, the thoughts that cause you to judge or hate or fear or worry or be anxious. And I feel like, unfortunately, so many people live in those non God thoughts. So, I help people, I, I guess, to move into that place of God or love. And that's where intuition is. And you know, Lorraine, it's really easy to get lost in our drama and it's really easy. Sure, to get sure. Lost, you know, in the drama of others, in the ego, if you want to call it that, or the monkey mind, you know, in the business. And when we pull ourselves away from that and we say, I am not my drama and I am not your drama, right? That, you know, what you think does not involve me. And I detach from that. We then start a process of self-realization. The the self starts to reconnect and rejuvenate and regenerate in this place of inner love um, where we're just focusing our attention on ourselves and our divine, our divinity, excuse me. And And James,
1: I think that's beautifully said. We're going to take a break and we'll pick it up. Yes. We get back in two minutes.
0: Are listening to the womb happy hour to reach lorraine giordano her guest or if you have a comment on the show please call in to 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 or send an email to info at net. now back to the womb happy hour
1: hi everyone welcome back you're listening to the Womb Happy Hour. I'm your host, Lorraine Giordano, and we have the amazing James Benion from Benny Moondura Wellness, who's joined hello, us hello. to talk about, hey James, <laughs> to talk about <laughs> intuition. So prior to break, we were, James was kind of sharing, I asked him about do Does he think people trust their intuition? And based on his healing practice, he was kind of saying, not, not really, not enough, let's say. so. And based on my healing practice, I would agree with that. Um, I think that's the one area. I think people realize, I like to ask people, do you b- believe that you have intuition? And people say yes. And then I'm like, do you trust it? And they say no. <laughs> so I think... <laughs> I think that's, um, I think the opportunity, um, and I think what you said before is beautiful about non-God thoughts versus God thoughts, and when we're in God thoughts, we're kind of aligned, we're tapping into our intuition more. So, James. Exactly,
2: yes. Yes.
1: Um, a follow-up question to that is, do you notice between the fellas, the guys, and the ladies, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you notice a difference in... in People's receptivity to using or trusting their intuition more.
2: You know, it's interesting. I feel like, again, this is all based upon my experience, um, that I, I work definitely more with with women than men, um, but I feel like with the masculine energy, so with with men, with men um, they tend to want to get things done more quickly. Um, and sometimes I feel like that masculine energy is that energy that says, I feel this, I'm going to do it. I might not know it's intuition. Maybe I don't know where I'm getting this information from, but I'm being called to and I'm just going to do it. Even if you're kind of jumping to a conclusion, you know, or you're just kind of throwing yourself off the, 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 the you know, the, the cliff. Um, the cliff, exactly. Um, in my experience, men tend to just, okay, I'm just going to jump, you know, or I feel like women sometimes. They're more in the feeling of it, kind of feeling it out, trying to understand it. Um, so I think that both are intuitive equally. It's just, uh, they navigate, they navigate their intuition in a different way. Um, and that's my experience with it. Um, so many uh, men that I've worked with are so, so open to their intuition, um, that it's, it's really beautiful to see. And, um, I found that. In my practice, me being a man, you know, it's, I've been super open to my intuition. And so I love when I can sit with someone who uh, maybe doesn't trust their, their intuition as much or doesn't trust in spirit or isn't really connected spiritually. And women, she, tend to be more connected spiritually than men. Um, but what I love about it is when they, I get them or they actually get themselves to realize that they are these beautiful spiritual people with a deep intellectual intuitive process and to see their, uh, faces light up when, you know, there are demonstrations of the divine in their life is wonderful. So I hope that kind of, uh, answers the question a little bit. It does. And it that definitely it's, it's, does. It's, yeah. I feel like it's, it's 50, 50, you know, it's just the process by which of being intuitive might be a little bit different.
1: Yes. So, you're very tapped in, James. I mean, you're highly intuitive, and even over the years that I've known you, your intuition has gotten deeper and deeper and deeper and stronger. So, thank you. Um, what's one thing that's helped you to trust and connect with your intuition? Is there one thing that stands out that you can share with listeners? You know, it's
2: there isn't just one thing, but there is one thing that has helped me dearly. And that is that dreaded word, meditation. (laughs) And some people, they're scared of meditation because they don't understand it. Some people are scared of it because they feel like they can't do it. Other people, you know, are scared because they feel like their mind is traveling somewhere where they're not ready to be. Um, But meditation for me was the first spiritual uh, tool that I started to implement in my life. And as I said, at a very young age, I remember, I mean, maybe I was you know, eight or nine, you know, maybe even earlier, I can't remember, but I would sit in my bed and I would, back then I'd put on maybe Enya or something like that. And I would Mm -hmm. just close my eyes and breathe, you know, and I didn't know what I was doing, but it was meditation. It's tapping in. Um, so that would be the first thing is meditation and don't give up, you know, practice, you know, every morning, 15 minutes, it's really important because you know, intuition is a muscle. And if we don't use it often, we lose it. So it's important to practice, to meditate. And that would be the the first step. You know, becoming intuitive could be scary for some people because it seems like a deep sea of, you know, of untouchable kind of energetic feelings that some people can get lost in. Um, And so you have to kind of treat it delicately it's it's divine it's divinity it's divination by just slowly start to go in and meditation is kind of that a nice way to just slowly slip into it and you go into meditation without expectation don't go in trying to be intuitive or to uncover the secrets of the world (laughs) you know you just go in to meditate and to clear your mind and to see what happens you know to be open to experiencing whatever you're meant to experience within that moment
1: yes and um I'd like to share that in my early 20s, a woman told me, it's really important for you to meditate, Lorraine. And so I would try, and i get so frustrated, and I couldn't do it. So I tried on yeah. and off for like decades. And then it was only until Operation Save Uterus, where the poop was hitting the fan, that I was like, Lorraine, mm-hmm. don't worry about it. Just do it. Don't, like, don't expect anything. Just sit there and just breathe quietly and do it. And that made the world a difference. That was such a huge pivot point because I think people bring a lot of expectations into what it's supposed to be, but it's really about connecting to you.
2: Mm -hmm. You know, people who decide to live a spiritually based life, you know, it's the same thing. They can expect, they can go into this type of work with high expectations. And when you, when you go into anything in that, with that type of energy, you know, there's so much room to quote unquote fail um, and it's not about failing or succeeding; it's just about being, you know. And I think people have a hard time with just being, um, and so meditation helps us to get into that place where we can just be. And in that place, um, that's where our intuition is. That's where the voices, <laughs> the voices tend to live. For me, at least, <laughs>
1: I call them the silent whispers. <laughs>
2: Exactly. Yeah. I love that. They are like the silent whispers. Absolutely. The voices of God, of angelic beings, whatever you want to call them.
4: So how do you help people tap into their intuition? Because I will say, I mean, I do these shows and I mean, so many people are like, I'm going to listen today because I want to connect more to my intuition. Mm -hmm. So how do you help people tap into their intuition?
2: Um, I would have to say, first, and you mentioned this, by helping people realize that they are, in fact, intuitive beings. Um, all animals are. You know, and we are part of the animal kingdom. We are all born with the sixth sense or, you know, an internal navigational compass, which, if we tap into, can guide us more easily on our path to passion and self-fulfillment, you know. Um, so, like I was saying, you know, I definitely use affirmative thought and meditation to help bring my client's mind into that kind of calm space that they can tap in. Um, I think that's really such an important step. You know, energy work, things like Reiki is, is another really amazing thing because using Reiki or energy work can help clear any energetic blocks that may be in the way of this realization, you know. And another way is, is teach. Is, you know, I teach you know, knowledge is power, you know, um, you know, through cognitive training and psychic exercises, you know, I help my clients become aware of them, of, of those abilities. Um, they practice, you know, we, we, we play psychic games, you know, uh, meditation games, um, that solely get them to realize that the power is within them, right? The om man, they put home, the jewel is within the Lotus. Everything is inside of you. Um, and I see many people surprise themselves, people who thought, oh, I, I'm not intuitive, I'm not psychic, I, that, that's not me. You know, they have these amazing aha moments, and they find this clarity, you know, um, and it's beautiful to see. It's so much easier and, and, and a lot more, sim- more simple than we, we, it's, people think. You know, I will say that. It's actually so beautiful, beautifully simple. And um, my advice is listen. Listening is so important. Don't talk. Listen. You know, ask for what it is you want from the universe. Ask for what it is that you need out loud, you know, and then close your eyes and go to your heart and just listen for a response and then write it down. You know, uh, automatic writing is a beautiful tool to help us tap into our intuitive selves. Um, And these are little things that we can do. But I always tell my clients, if you want something or you want an answer, ask it out loud. You know, just like you would ask, a child would ask his mom if he can go outside and play. you ask the universe what it is that we are looking for. What do we need help in? Where are we lost in our lives? you just say this out loud. And then you close your eyes and go into your heart and you sit with it and you allow the answers to come. You'd be really surprised and shocked at what you might come up with if you just do that simple exercise.
4: That's a great tip. So listeners, yeah. that's a really powerful tip. Do you have any other, um, Do you, would you recommend any breathing styles, techniques in order to kind of quiet the mind more, in order to connect? Or do you have any other absolutely. tips that you'd like to share? Like easy tips absolutely. that listeners can take away
2: w- with from listening. Yeah, absolutely. Talking about Louise Hay, you know, um, in the infinity of my life, all is well. You know, when we go into our intuition, we can't go in nervous Nelly. We can't go in grasping for answers. We have to go into that place knowing that in the infinity of the universe, all is well. And I just am seeking the truth, right? And so to get to that place where all is well, we have to use, you know, affirmation. Um, So I would suggest 15 minutes a day, you know, just sitting on a comfortable chair in the morning connecting to that beautiful, low, deep breath in the solar plexus, taking some nice, deep inhalations, nice, long exhalations, and just repeat to yourself inside. You know, in the infinity of my life, all is well. I love and approve of myself in this moment. And what this is going to do, this is going to start to break the change. This is going to loosen up the mind, and it's going to get you into that nice, juicy place where you can then do some intuitive work. So affirmation, and I, I say it, You know, I I will, you know, grab a bell and I will go (laughs) ring it in the streets. That is (laughs) such an an amazing and important step, you know, Um, not only to be intuitive, but just to find some some healing, you know, some deep healing. Because we all are coming into this, uh, you know, at different levels of spiritual growth, you know, at different levels of healing, you know, we're all on a path to heal um so you always have to we acknowledge are. where you are yeah and we have to acknowledge where we are in that moment you know um but it doesn't matter how it's okay. we okay or yeah or unhealed we are we all could be intuitive right and, and no matter what stage of the game you're in
4: and on that note we're going to take a break and when we come back james you can meditate on it during the break but i'm I'm going to ask you what you think of how intuition plays with our root and sacral chakra because you are on the womb happy hour. <laughs> so we talk yeah. about it down there. And you are the of first course. fellow on our show. So before we go to break, oh. thank you for being the first guy. Yay. Happy to be here.
2: Happy to be here. All right.
4: So we're going to take a break and we'll be back in two minutes.
0: Listening to the Womb Happy Hour. To reach Lorraine Giordano, her guest, or if you have a comment on the show, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to info at inspiredthehealth.net. Now back to the Womb Happy Hour. Hi, everybody. We're back. We're on the Womb Happy
4: Hour. Or we're in the Womb Happy Hour. I'm your host, Lorene Giordano. Our guest this week is the lovely James Benny from Benny Moonja Wellness. He is a Reiki master teacher. He's very talented. He's also a singer-songwriter, which we're gonna talk about that in a little while. But we're in the we're in the deep <laughs> combo of <laughs> intuition. And so Before break, we were talking about, um, James was sharing some tips, um, and one of the tips was about affirmations. And so during the break, we were kind of talking about say and affirmations, but James, can you share with the listeners what you were, what we were talking about, about the mind chatter?
2: Absolutely. Um, You know, to just make it more clear, you know, when we release the chatter of the mind and we move from an egocentric place into a place of love, there is their lies intuition. It's nothing that we have to learn how to do. We just have to remember that we are it, you know? And, you know, Lorraine, we were talking about on break, how, especially right now in society, everything that's going on, we're bombarded by the news and, and everything that's going on in the government. And, you know, it's so easy, like I said, to live in the drama of others and that, and when we live in the drama of what's going on with the president, and the world, We are not in our God thought. We are in, you know, the opposite. Um, We are living in a place of fear and sometimes we we can't even understand or realize what are our thoughts? What do we really think about this, right? We can't differentiate between our thoughts and the thoughts of our neighbors or society or, you know, and it gets so overwhelming. Here we are trying to be intuitive when we have so many scattered ideas and concepts in our mind that we might not even understand where they are coming from. Because they might not even be our own. So it's kind of like taking out that shovel and just getting rid of everything, <laughs> clearing the mind of everything, and then reinstalling. What do I really think, right? What is my truth? And then starting to rebuild.
4: Because our intuition is our is our inner, and I think maybe you even kind of said this a long time to me, our inner GPS system, right? So... You know, if the universe yeah. Yeah. is conspiring in our favor, then our intuition is there to kind of help move us along um, in an easier, smoother way. I yeah. learned to, to realize that. <laughs> yeah, um, and that's a
2: lesson. You know, I had to realize that, too. Everything happens for us, not to us. And we have all the tools to help us through. And intuition, which is that internal GPS, um, is, is one of them. It is a tool that can help us guide us through, you know, our life path and guide and help us on our journey.
4: Which is pretty cool when you really stop to think about it and connect to it. So before the break, I kind of threw this question out there, but how do you think intuition relates to the sacral and the root chakra, like our lower chakras?
2: Yeah, it absolutely does. Um, So the sacral chakra, you know, is the center, the chakra point that governs, you know, our passions, desires, wants and needs. It's a center of our creativity, as well as a seat of our emotions or feelings. So clairsentience, which is the psychic path or ability of feeling, um, and that could be feeling things before they happen, feeling other people's emotions, feeling the emotions of the world, or like picking up on, you know, just a feeling like, hmm, I feel like I should do this, or I feel like this person is going to do this, or, you know, I don't know, I feel like Mike is going to call me, and then guess what Mike calls, right? This yeah. is linked to that area, that sacral chakra, right? So clairsentience is absolutely, um, you know, a byproduct of having a very nice open sacral chakra. You know, and in order to tap into this, you know, I've, I've learned that we must let go and live in the flow of our life because in that sacral area is also where our flow is, right? The element is water. Um, and a way to do that is I feel, just be willing to feel I, I, I've come to understand that some people are afraid to feel their emotions and express their emotions um, because maybe they're, they they do not have a safe way to do that. Right. And if we, if we don't safely express our emotions and our feelings, uh, this can cause a major imbalance in that area, um, which could lead to, you know, we believe metaphysically, which could lead imbalance could lead to disease. Um, so the root chakra You know, the root chakra is where our fight or flight mode lives, right? So connecting here and, you know, having an open root chakra can help us navigate in and out of unsafe situations. You know, should I stay? Should I go? Am I safe here? Should I run? You know, this kind of like quick situations. You know, I always say it's like the, you know, the deer in the woods, you know, you're walking in the woods and you step on that twig and the deer's ears are going to come up, you know, and they're going to look and they're going to take in their surroundings and their intuitive navigational system might say I'm safe or it might say, get the hell out of here, (laughs) start running away. So I feel like our, our root chakra is really geared towards safety and, you know, where is where I am. Okay. And people who've suffered traumas in their lives that might've been robbed for them, you know, because trauma definitely can imbalance the root chakra. Many people do not feel safe in their bodies and in their lives. And this can cause a real imbalance in being able to, uh, harness your, your intuitive skills. You know, so we'd have to, we'd have to then, um, as a healer, I would look there and that's where we would start as the root chakra. We want to start strengthening that energy center first, you know, so it's kind of like dominoes. Once one is centered in balance and the others will slowly find balance, you know? Yes.
4: Yes. And, um, I think what's interesting is that you work with a lot of women on fertility, yes. pregnancy, female reproductive imbalances to help them yes. balance. Right. Um, do you have yeah. any observations that you've noticed as far as energy blocks, um, just based on, yeah. you know, working on some of the air, the issues down there?
2: I do. Um, and it's kind of a, a, a mix between the throat chakra as well. It's, and this might not just be women. This is across the board. But I work a lot, you know, mostly with women. So it seems that asking for what they want, you know, um, is is a real, uh, you know, for me, an energy imbalance in that sacral chakra. Um, being able to say this is what I want. These are the needs that I that must be met in order for me to be happy or find freedom. And it's almost this fear of sometimes getting what you want or. Or just putting it out there, um, and I feel that causes a big imbalance. And this is definitely would be held in the world of relationships, you know. So, you know, being able to talk openly and freely with their life partners, their husbands, or their bosses, you know, um, it's it's really important to speak your mind, and speak your truth, and to express these emotions. If you're miserable at work and you've never expressed it to your boss because she's giving you too much work and you can't handle it, then you know whose fault is it? People are not mind readers. You know, people don't know. It's our job to let people know what we need, and that's it's an important lesson. And so that's one big imbalance that I found, um, because it really can um, stifle passion and creativity, which is all about the that area. Um, Another major thing I've I've kind of noticed with working with certain women is is life after childbirth. You know, that Mm -hmm. reconnecting to yeah. So you have, you know, your children and then a lot of women feel that, you know, they can, it, it's, it's an or mentality, you know, not an and mentality, you know, um, I need to be a mother or I'm going to follow my dreams. You know, um, for me, if you can be a mother and you can be a successful businesswoman or a coach or writer or whatever it is you need to do, I feel like life after childbirth, I feel sometimes, um, the mom can lose herself a little bit and, is struggling to reconnect to her passion and her purpose. And, James. You now also if, to reconnect. To James, if I
4: can interrupt you for a second. Yeah. I, I, I would love to get back to that point, but I'm going to put you, I'm going to interrupt you because we have someone on hold who's called in. Oh, perfect. Perfect. So, yeah. So, Hello? if we could. Hello. Hi. Hi.
2: Who's calling? Uh, My name is Donna. I'm calling from Massachusetts. Donna from Massachusetts. Welcome. How are you? Thank you. Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Thanks for calling in.
3: Absolutely. I was listening in and it's an interesting topic and um, I do have a question for you. Shoot. So, I am a mother of two, and I'm a Mm -hmm. stay-at-home mom, and I guess for the last six years, I've been um, spending a lot of my time volunteering at their school um, at a board level and helping fundraise and marketing and admissions, and so I feel like that's somewhat been a job for me, which I've enjoyed. Um, I'm wondering... You know, at this point where the kids are a little older, is this the path I should spend my time on? Is it mm. something I should continue with, or is it something I should maybe focus on more of something non-school related, um, a business mm. of some sort, or um, go in a different direction? So, mm. somewhat have been on my mind and thinking where should I, of course, the priority are my children. Um, Where Mm -hmm. should I focus in
2: my free time? Yeah. My energy towards. Yeah. And that's a great question. And you've answered half of it because the fact that you have this pull to do something else, the fact that somewhere within you is a voice saying, I think there might be more. I think there's another path for me. That is your intuition. And that's what we get. We, we're not going to receive, you know, a letter in the mail telling us what the next 12 years of our life is going to look like. <laughs> we just receive that. There is something more for me. Okay? And I'm feeling connected to that because I connect to your life path. And what I'm connecting to is there is something more. You know, you've dedicated so many wonderful years for your children. And, you know, being a mother and being involved in school and, you know, and being there for their education. But there's going to come a point, and especially this eclipse, this eclipse is moved in and it's pulling us to something greater. Okay. So when you're feeling that something greater is meant for you, that the answer is yes, it is. Okay. Yes, there is. Um, And I feel like you're meant to look at that and you're meant to use your intuition and, And and just ruminate on it. See what comes up. I have a feeling, you know, there's a lot of leadership around you. I'm getting, like, the feeling of leadership. Um, And I'm just hearing the word enterprise. Um, And I feel like you have this charisma to kind of lead others. So you would be a perfect candidate to start some type of business. Absolutely. And I feel that it could be definitely creative. You know, it's kind of a move back into that sacral area for you for you reconnecting to passion and I'm not saying at all that having children is not a passionate purpose it's different you know what I'm saying so I'm feeling use this energy to propel yourself forward and just do some meditation and see what you see what comes up for you
4: James and Donna hi Donna we're gonna have to take a break but thank you Donna for your question Thank you, James.
3: Okay, great. Thank you, James, and thank you, Lorraine.
2: You're so welcome. Um, thank you. I hope I was able to help.
3: That's great. It's good to know. And love the show, Lorraine.
4: Thank you. Thank you so much.
3: Okay, thanks. Bye bye. Okay,
4: so we're going to take a break, and we'll be back in two minutes.
0: Are listening to the womb happy hour to reach lorraine giordano her guest or if you have a comment on the show please call in to 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 or send an email to info at net. now back to the womb happy hour
4: hi everybody we're back you're listening to the womb happy hour i'm your host lorraine giordano James Benny from Benny Mujer Wellness is here. He just gave a message to, uh, to Donna, on, um, which was very cool. Thank you, James. And while we were on You're break, welcome. someone else called in, and it is Ellie. Ellie, welcome to the show.
2: Hi. Uh, thanks so much. Hey, Ellie. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you.
4: So, Ellie, how hey. can James help you?
5: Well, so when James was talking about um I think he, that you Lorraine had asked him about uh what are some things to do to tap in into healing and and when James said, you know one of the things women have an issue with is not um, is asking for what you want, but that kind of it it kind of um struck a chord with me um and it's back to the healing thing. So several years ago, I had a supervisor um, who was in an important position who really did something really wrong to me. Um, and I tried to bring it to light but wasn't able to. And so here I find myself, I think it was 12 years later, dealing with it. Um, it was it was a, she she basically did a career ending move for me, and so I was just wondering if you had any thoughts or anything you wanted to share
2: Sure um, well, it's when we do not solve maybe is a word um, these patterns in our life, they do come back, you know they do because mm-hmm. it's important that we know, and for all the listeners to know out there, and for you to know that everyone in your life your husband your you know, your children, your coworkers, your boss, they're all simply mirrors of what you need to heal within yourself. And that's all that people are showing us. What the, they, they, they stand as a mirror to show us what within ourselves needs to be healed and worked through. And so mm-hmm. this woman obviously was there to help you kind of go inside and to realize that you need to speak up for the truth and for what is right. And so if you're seeing this come back again, you know, it means that the lesson is not learned. So it's, it's another shot for you to, to do that. Um, then the, the beautiful thing is once we start to, you know, center ourselves in that space of love and knowing that these people who we feel that might have done us wrong are actually people that are here to help us, which brings everything back to that state of love. It releases the pattern. We release it. Mm-hmm. So what I would say to you is, Ellie, you know, a great affirmation is I release everyone into the divine. I release all of my relationships into the divine. I let go of that burden so that I can walk forth in freedom to love all and everyone. Um, and this would be a beautiful concept for you to explore. Um, relationships are one of the hardest things um, because a lot of people are hurt by relationships. But again, as I said earlier, everything happens for you and not to you. And so now your current situation, are you are you moving into a new job soon? Oh, I'm hoping. <laughs> okay, because I, I am going to give it something. I'm, fe- I'm feeling like there is a shift for you coming. I'm feeling like there's a new position. And I, I, don't, I just have to ask you um, I feel like it's publication, or I don't know if I'm hearing like um, public relations or publicity, or if it's like a magazine, but I'm kind of feeling like that kind of around you. Um, that, that could be coming in. Can I ask you real quick for your birthday, just the day in the month, and maybe get some time?
5: Um, yeah, in the afternoon of the 26th of
2: February. February 26th. Okay, let me do this real quick. Oh, nice. So it's very interesting. You, you, um, so did you just go into a job or just, you just had some type of life change not too long ago? Yes. Yes. Okay, so I feel that for you. I feel like there was a change that just happened not that long ago, which I, you know, I feel for you. Um, but this change has caused you to go into more of a spiritual place. So there actually is spiritual depth that's happening to you right now. So whatever just happened in your life was so significant to you as a spiritual being. I feel like your spirituality this year um, and coming into the next couple months is really going to be on the uprise. I feel like meditation and any type of spiritual classes you can take, you know, or just... Yoga, even or anything that can really enlighten that part of your life would be so great for you, because I feel like reconnecting to your spiritual self and reclaiming that space of love truly is going to catapult you into this new beautiful position that I'm seeing, and I'm feeling it's creative. And I'm seeing um, again. I don't know if it's a publication, but I'm getting this kind of vibe from it. Um, So I really want you to trust your intuition that you know if you're hoping things are going to change and your 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 mind is centered in, I think things are changing for me. Again, that is your intuition telling you, Ellie, things are changing for you. Trust it, right? So trust okay. the feeling of change and then just kind of put one hand on the wheel and help steer it, right? So, and, and, and this is the part that people forget, you know, spirit does 80% of the work. we have to do 20% of the work and your 20% of the work is to connect daily, to trust the universe that they're, only, they're pulling you out of situations into better situations and, and you're going to see that you're definitely going to see that this year 2018 um you have really positive energy surrounding you especially in the spiritual world i also feel there's a james light or an m sorry. name around you yes
4: i have to interrupt you because we're going to have to break it. soon so if you could sure. wrap it up with ellie thank you ellie yeah. for calling okay um but that it, no worries. Yeah. well
5: thank you Lorraine, worry, and ellie. thank you james and um thank thanks.
2: you I hope that helped. Thank you.
5: Yeah, thank you. That was awesome. Thanks.
2: Awesome. You're welcome. Bye-bye.
4: Oh, we have another guest on hold. We have three minutes to... I don't think we're going to be able to uh, take it. We don't have enough time to close out this show. Um, I can... Yeah. So... We'll have to tell Gina that we'll do another show and we'll have James back on so she could get the the message. <laughs> um, sure. James, I just sure, would like to, before to Gina, we break and close off the episode, what was that?
2: Yeah, I could just say real quick to Gina, uh, there's going to be a step backward before there's a step forward. And that'll help her if we can't talk to her. But I do feel like there's a step backward before there's a step forward, wherever she is, whatever situation she's calling in about. Okay, I said it.
4: <laughs> okay,
2: thank you. Okay. You're welcome.
4: Um, so before we close, James, you can you share with our listeners any upcoming because you do a lot of workshops, psychic circles, a lot of Reiki classes. Can you share what's what's upcoming for you?
2: Sure. Um, the next thing that I'll be doing, I'll be doing a lecture and a Reiki bath and meditation course uh, September. 12th at seven fifteen to eight thirty p.m. in Venice Beach California at mystic journey bookstore um and you can go to mysticjourneybookstore.com and read more about it there or go to my website and yeah I'd love to see you guys so any, any anyone that's in the California area would love to to have you guys in my class
4: great and then we have a minute 30 so if you could quickly because you just started um putting out your music you're a singer-songwriter as well, as far as doing the energy work. So where can listeners am, yes. listen to your to
2: your music? Yeah, well, my EP is coming out in the fall, but if you want a little uh, teaser, you can go to uh, soundcloud.com slash James Bennett, and you can hear two of my songs, two songs that will be on that album. And again, songwriting has been something that's been in my whole life. And so this is me. Living in my passion, you know, there might be more than one thing that brings you passion, you know, and you're meant to explore all these avenues, you know.
4: So Yes, and thank you for exploring them. And thank you so much for being on the show. And I would love to have you come back because um, I'd like Gina to get a a full message. I'll give her your information. (laughs) But um, I'll have you come back. And thank you, everyone thank you James and thank you for listeners and for our callers that that connected um it was fun and exciting and yeah everyone take a few minutes to uh, send a little love and light down there and I'm your host Lorraine Giordano you're listening to the Womb Happy Hour and we'll be back next Wednesday next week so have a great week bye everyone
0: Thank you for joining us for the Womb Happy Hour. Be sure to tune in again for another edition featuring your host, Lorraine Giordano, next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have an excellent week.